Hi, everyone. It's Ellis, and this is the Animal Excellency Podcast. Today, we're going to talk about scavengers and um, how important they are to the environment and to us and to the ecosystem. All right. Let's get started. So today's podcast is about scavengers, but to learn about them, we have to know first what scavengers are. So a scavenger is an animal that feeds on dead organisms, such as animals, plants, and fungi. Now that can be anything ranging from a decaying leaf to a full carcass. Scavengers will also eat other remains of an organism like fur or bones, but only a few can stomach those. All right, now here's some facts about scavengers. There are many different kinds. Most scavengers are actually a type of carnivore, which we know a carnivore to be an animal that eats meat. But what ends up happening is the carnivore or scavenger will become a scavenger if whatever makes up their diet is in short supply. Some animals at the top of the food chain will sometimes feed in this way, such as lions and wolves. Some animals, however, are truly scavengers and feed only on dead organisms, even animals that have died because of an illness or disease which is pretty impressive. Usually, when scavengers finish eating, there are usually only bones left. However, some scavengers, such as spotted hyenas, um, are able to stomach these remains. They have incredibly powerful jaws that can break bones with ease, which enables them to get to the marrow inside, which is very rich in nutrients. Now, an animal that li usually lives a social life that is not living in a group, such as a hyena or lion will resort to scavenging. Um, now, since that animal does not have the backup of a group, it will still be a formidable hunter, but it will not be as efficient. Um, some scavengers are aerial, such as some species of storks, but the majority of aerial scavengers are vultures. Now, vultures are very well known, and they're probably the most well-known aerial scavenger. And they may be the most well-known scavenger overall. Uh, while some animals switch between being a scavenger at some times and a carnivore at other times, vultures are strictly scavengers. But if scavengers such as vultures are feeding on an animal that have died of disease, how do they remain healthy and not succumb to the same disease that the animal they're feeding on did? Well, vultures do not have feathers on their heads, and this prevents pieces of rotten meat getting stuck to their feathers when they feed on a carcass. Um, which may carry toxic bacteria. The, car the carcass may carry toxic bacteria. And this prevents vultures from getting infected if they don't have feathers on their head because rotten meat can't stick to their head and cause them to be sick. Now, that is one of the many adaptations that vultures have that allow them to be efficient scavengers. They have excellent eyesight and have a magnificent sense of smell, which allows them to find and locate prey, which is very, very, very amazing. One species of vulture, the bearded vulture, uses a very different tactic than the average vulture. Most vultures usually use their superb senses of smell and sight to find carcasses, but the bearded vulture feeds mostly on bones. Unlike hyenas, bearded vultures do not have the jaw strength to break bones, so they use a very different strategy. They fly very high into the sky, carrying these bones, and then they drop them. This breaks the bones into several smaller pieces and exposes the precious marrow inside each of the bones. But why is marrow so important to scavengers? 
Well, marrow is an incredibly rich source of protein and nutrients. In fact, a bearded vulture eating bone marrow can be as well fed as a lion feeding on meat from a carcass. That's how rich of a source marrow is. Believe it or not, there are also scavengers in the sea as well. Crabs and lobsters will feed on dead fish. Even one of the top predators of the ocean, the great white shark, will also scavenge on dead whales, fish, and sea lions and seals. I'm going to give you some examples of scavengers to put it in perspective, but get ready because it's going to be sort of a long list. The following animals are scavengers, and some of these you may have already known. Some of these will probably be um, um, very new to you, but most of them will surprise you. So worms, horseshoe crabs, barracudas, tiger sharks, blue-tongued skinks, monitor lizards, crows, condors, jackals, and even polar bears. Now, if you are unfamiliar with any of these species, please, please, please look them up so you can see what they look like. Some of the animals I listed are very peculiar and very interesting as well. So I would encourage you to learn more about them. Um, it's very interesting. It's always very interesting to learn about animals, but especially scavengers because of their unique adaptation to feed on animals that are already dead. All right, so as we know, scavengers are adaptable because they can feed on whatever they can find. They're not picky at all. And this flexibility allows scavengers to adapt to changing environments and new environments. This is incredibly important in our modern age because of the rapid increase in urban development. Scavengers can and do thrive in these rural, suburban, and even urban areas. Um, and some scavengers will change their diets to match their new habitats instead of feeding on wild animals and, you know, dead wild animals or dead organisms, they will feed on roadkill or even garbage. They will adapt, which is incredibly remarkable. However, being very close to these wild animals poses problems and safety concerns. These animals, large or small, all have the potential to be dangerous, from a raccoon to a polar bear. This is one of the reasons that scavengers are not liked uh, in our modern age. They're not respected. Um, but even though it is not realized yet by the general public, scavengers are very important. They keep habitats and ecosystems free of decomposing organisms, which could make other animals sick. So they help out the ecosystem and other animals that are living in it. They even recycle the nutrients back into the ecosystem for further use. So scavengers are key, key and very important to any ecosystem that they are currently a part of. Um, so that is why we must um, not dislike scavengers because they're in close proximity to us or because of the um, foods that they eat because of their diet, but we must respect them because of their positive impact on the environment, the ecosystem, um, and other animals. All right, that's it for today. Come back next time to learn about the different types of hooved animals. Be sure to comment, rate, and subscribe. This is Ellis, and this is the Animal Excellency Podcast. But right before we go, normally I would just say see you next time, but I am going to give you some more information about animals. So if you want to follow me on Instagram on my Laughing Animal account, that is what it's called, Laughing Animal, I put daily um, posts about animals with information about where they live, um, what they eat, and how they behave. So be sure to definitely, definitely visit that Instagram page, Laughing Animal. All right, 
Like I said, this is Ellis, and this is the Animal Excellency Podcast. See you next time. Thank you.